Dear The Rewind, I have a dilemma. My boyfriend has been acting so weird lately. I'm starting to think it's because of my promotion. Whenever we talk about money or bills, he starts to act a little closed off as though he doesn't want to talk. I never throw money in his face, so I have no idea where this energy is coming from. Do you think I should talk to him? How would y'all approach it? Please help. Sincerely, The Worrying Rewinder. Need help telling your man to stop tripping? Trying to find the right words to uplift your spouse or just straight up check their ass? The Rewind is here to help. Email us at therewindpjdj at gmail.com and put Ask the Rewind in the subject line. Your letter could be read on the show. Make sure to put a fake name so you don't get caught up. what I want to say. I can't. <laughs> you know, I am really upset. I just don't know how to roll my tongue. It like really pisses me off. Instead of rolling my tongue, I do this thing where it's like I'm like pushing it through my throat. It ain't it ain't right. But hey, y'all, welcome back to another motherfucking episode of The Rewind with your host, PJ. Yes. Yes. Yes, bitches. I know it's been a minute, but look, I got to work. I got to make this money. And, you know, in order for me to do this, I got to do that. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, I promise, though, next year um, I will be doing a more scheduled release. It's just, you know, things happen toward the end of the year. But, you know, a bitch bouncing back. I'm learning how to get through. I'm learning how to, you know work with what I am given with. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, I know, like, I haven't been producing as many episodes as I usually do, but, you know, y'all, good things come to those who wait. So, wait and shut the fuck up. No, I'm just playing. But, no, I promise, I'm gonna, um, be a little bit more consistent with my episode release, and it's just, you know, until the big bucks start rolling in to where I ain't gotta clock in for nobody else, you know, I got to do the best that I can, and I'm doing the best that I can, but guess what? I'm going to do better, okay? But on some real shit, ain't shit been going on. It's been a minute since, you know, the last episode, but I feel like since then, look, winter is upon us, because I feel like the last episode I released was in, like, it was in November. I just don't remember exactly when. Christmas is upon us. She, like, two weeks away. It hasn't been snowing here a lot, which is good. We've had our little here's and there's, and look at me as soon as I say it, some bullshit gonna happen tomorrow. But it's been pretty, I will say it's been a mild winter thus far. You know what I'm saying? Thanksgiving has passed. You know, happy Thanksgiving to those who celebrated. You know, hope you had a good time with your family. And hope all of y'all who, you know, had to go back to family and forced to do it. Not saying that that was me, but like, you know, for some people, going home is not always the the most welcoming thing. Sometimes it can be a lot for some people. So, you know, hope you, oh, y'all had a good Thanksgiving. I definitely enjoyed mine. Went to go see Grandma. It was so fun, you know. And I just relaxed because, honestly, these last this last month and a half and stuff, I have been putting in work. So I was just like, I to fucking relax bitch 
Okay, I want to relax. But let's get on into this episode. And of course, you know, I want to start with my segment, PJ's Point. You know, a little segment I put together because I'm not trying to preach and I'm not trying to teach, but I'm just trying to reach out to somebody. Yes, baby. I just want to reach out and touch him, Lord. Um, my point is a little simple this week. It's pretty straightforward. Do your research. No, seriously, do your research. I had an incident recently where, basically, long story short, some heterosexual men were using blatantly queer terms, like, you know, uh, shade and tea and all that and all that stuff, and did not know it came from the community. And was like, oh, no, that's from Twitter. Bitch, are you serious? No, do your motherfucking research. You know, some real shit. Do your motherfucking research. Because nine times out of ten, the shit that you're seeing on the internet is coming from somebody's culture. Do your motherfucking research. You think motherfuckers just started saying tea and shade out of nowhere? No, bitch. Just like other motherfuckers ain't started saying the other uh, shit they got from black culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't do your research before you, before you, before you be out here looking stupid. Do your research also, not just to inform yourself, but to give said folks, community or whatever they credit by say, at least knowing that. That's how I feel. Cause I got so heated. I was like, what? Yeah, I got that from Twitter. Twitter my ass. And then I think it just annoyed me too because it was heterosexual men and they were trying to tell me about queer culture. And I was just like, um, bitch, do you know who you're talking to? Like, for real, for real. It's just, don't, 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 don't play with me. I'm not the one or the two. Don't do that. But I do say all this to say is do your research. And also, we live in a world, that's the thing that pisses me off about some people. We live in a world where there is just, an abundance of information right at our motherfucking fingertips with these motherfucking phones. And people make fun of me because a bitch, I will Google anything how to properly sew a button. Like, I will Google anything. And people just don't feel the need to. And some people will even make fun of me. And I'm like, I just don't understand. We got one of the biggest search engines right at our little greasy ass thumbs. Why can't we just Type in some words and see what's going on. But you motherfuckers just want to stay ignorant. That's the problem. You want to stay ignorant. See, I don't want to be around no ignorant bitch, okay? But yes, do your research. Understand the culture. Understand that the things around you, the people around you. Do your research, okay? Now, I'm going to move on to my next segment, which I like to call Five Fingers, where I just like to, you know, slap bitches. Because, you know, everybody deserves a little slap, especially when they're doing some stupid shit. And, you know, I got a few people I wanted to slap. My list a little... It ain't long, but it's, it's, it's a list. It's a list, okay? Number one, I would love to slap the person who released Kyle's sex tape. If you don't know, there is this blog called The Neighborhood Talk. They got some good tea on there, too. It is ran by a man named Kyle. I don't know his last name. I totally forgot. But... If I'm not mistaken, I believe maybe him and Tommy, I, I I feel like what happened was Tommy did not like what sh- they posted about her. Um, and if you don't know who Tommy is, that's Tommy Lee from, from I'm going to say from Love and Hip Hop because oh, Tommy, 
I just feel like Tommy should have not done baddies. Baddies was not a good look for Tommy. It just was not. It, it was not. It was not. I don't. I don't think it was intended what she wanted to be. Tommy's not a girl's girl. She wasn't meant to be around all them girls like that. Uh. 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 Not like that. Uh. Uh. Excuse me. But she released his uh sex tape, and that's not cute. That's revenge porn. Tommy, you can go to jail, okay? I believe she she was the person that posted it, but um, five fingers to I guess shit, five fingers to Tommy then, cause that was some bullshit. That was some bull. You don't release that, and I understand the blogs don't. They may not put you in the best light, but it's one of those things. At this point, Tommy, you should be used to it, girl. Not used to it, but. You are a celebrity that is is very blog worthy. You know, anytime you do something, they gonna eat it up. You got, you just got. That's my thing too. As a celebrity, know the type of celebrity you are. You know what I'm saying? Don't get mad at the blogs always doing something when you always doing something and giving them something to talk about. You, I don't know. That's just me. Number two, motherfucking Roly. I just and if you don't know who Roly is, Roly is Zeus from uh from. Is from baddies on Zeus. I, I, I can't stand Rolly. I just can't stand her. I just think, ooh, I just, I, ooh, and I shouldn't be invested into somebody that, that is just like walking trash. But oh my goodness, I just cannot. It's just these last episodes and how she be talking on the internet. I just, uh, I, I just also just. I'm going to be real. I just hate for people who think they better than what they are and they know they damn well is not. That didn't make no type of sense. I hate for people who believe that they are better than what they are when you are clearly not. You are not. You are not as great as you think you are. I just don't like her. I don't like her. And if you watch Baddies, you will understand, especially from the last, what, four to five episodes. Just trash. How the fuck you get a BBL and it ain't no motherfucking L? Sitting up there looking like a a a, a fucking wither the waif. Just ooh, she just ooh. I don't like Rolly. I'm sorry. Five fingers to her and just to how she treat people, how she talk to people. I'm not with it. Number five, another Zeus related thing. And I mean, it's so crazy because like I'm talking about this shit, but yes, I do watch it. But I also realize that wrong is wrong. Like. So my fat fingers is going to Nick Cannon because I don't know what the fuck he think he's producing right now, but he is producing basically just fights. I don't know what the fuck kind of partnership him and Lemmy got going on at Zeus, but they are doing these little bad versus wild things. And it's like, Bad Girls, Baddies versus Jocelyn, which are two shows on the Zeus Network. But like after that, it stops from that to just verses based off of like physical attributes and things. So it goes from that to Bad Girls Club versus Baddies. Then it's like Suki's Girls versus I think Sapphire's Girls. But then they go from team dark skin to team light skin, which they try to cover up and say the chocolate goddess isn't caramel something. Get the fuck out of here. Then they do. I saw another one recently today. It said team tall versus team little. And I'm just like, 
what is going team team fake versus team natural in regards to uh uh plastic surgery on the body i'm like what the fuck am i watching what i mean not even watching but like what the fuck is going on over in las vegas because that's where they doing this shit and i'm just like oh my god and Five fingers to Nick Cannon because he's producing this shit. His name is behind this. So five fingers to him. But what do I expect from a nigga who who nothing in every bitch in the different in a different state and still calling himself the perfect dad? Like what 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 do I expect from somebody who don't understand that you gotta be there to be a parent? You know what I'm saying? So five fingers to him. Also, I don't know. It's just something I've been noticing lately and it's been on my feet. Five fingers to all you bitches that ain't got no airport slash airplane etiquette. You bitches just been really cutting up. I'm talking about fighting each other, fighting uh, the flight attendants, cussing out the workers. First of all, I'm sorry. Ain't any of you bitches scared of the no-fly? I'm scared of the no-fly list, okay? No, like, all jokes aside, and I've said it before on this show, being on a no-fly list will probably depress me for the rest of my life. Could you imagine being on the no-fly... Whomst must I talk to to get off that, okay? Whomst. All right? Because you mean to tell me I can't fly nowhere, I got to take the train or the bus, and, and that's the only option. You're going to have to drive. You're going to have to take the train. Or, and then here's the T. What you gonna do about going overseas? What you gonna do? Cause here's the thing. I, I ain't getting on no boat to go to, F, to go certain destinations. Uh, right now, certain destinations, I'm like, uh-uh, that ain't boatable. That is not boatable. That's flyable, but that ain't boatable. Yeah, y'all need to get some class in these. Cause I tell people all the time, baby, listen. Anybody who know me know I'm not the one or the two or the three or the four. They know I like to cuss bitches out and I will motherfucking fight. However, at the motherfucking airport, I'm going to let you have it, bitch. That's probably one of the only places I'm going to be real. I'll let you have I'll let you have it at church before I let you have it at the airport. That, that That's real shit. That's real shit. I would rather cuss you out and say the most obscene things in church, knowing the Lord is watching me, than to say it in the airport, girl. I'm for real. Because I don't want to be on the no-fly list. I can I can pray up to the Lord and tell him, like, Lord, you know, language like that is not permitted in your house, but I'm so sorry because they tried me. Whereas, I can't, I can't, I can't, Girl, I can't call nobody and tell them to get off the no-fly list unless shit, unless I'm Oprah or somebody, shit. Uh-uh, y'all bitches better get some more class on these airplanes. And, like, I'm talking about doing it as though, like, you, nothing really finna happen to you. Okay, you gonna keep playing as you want to. They gonna, they, when they escort you off this plane, this is gonna be the last plane you ever been on. This is gonna be the last plane you ever been on. Mm-mm-mm. Another Five Fingers goes out to... A young jackass named Alfred Lewis. He was a 19-year-old who was charged for TikTok pranks in Texas, I want to say. Basically, he would go up to people and punch them in the head and shit. And 
like play like he ain't do it. But then the killer part is he either him or his friend who also got charged for recording would flash a gun. And this is the second time I'd heard of something like this where like where somebody doing a prank and then threaten the person who don't want to be the the person that they dragging into the prank threatening them because they are not reacting well to a prank they did not want to be a part of bitch are you stupid that happened before where the guy was like this is a prank hey i stab you i'm like so because the other one was a guy tried to take his luggage and it's like so you getting mad at this man because you attempted to take it he got mad you are angry at this man because he got mad that you attempted to take his luggage for a prank and now you're going to threaten to stab him because he's upset that you're taking his property? Shut the fuck up and go to jail. So that's why I'm glad. they. I think they got a $10,000 bond, Alfred Lewis, a $10,000 bond, and something else. Honestly, I'm sorry. I feel like it needs to be some laws or something around. Because motherfuckers is really acting crazy behind TikTok and shit. And it's like, don't have TikTok and YouTube get you fucked up. Because I have seen some instances where people thought they was going to prank some people and the shit didn't go too well. But I've seen people get hit. I've seen, I'm I'm pretty sure some of us have saw, because I may have talked about it on here, when somebody got shot recently. And they said, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. And they did and popped. And honestly, listen, I don't know if that boy died, but all I can say is, like, leave people alone. Leave people alone. Yeah, they they gotta make up some laws with this, because I ain't gonna lie, I'm not gonna react too well to to being involved in a prank I didn't sign up to be on. I I don't, I don't like that. I I really don't. And I just don't like that y'all doing stuff and, like, truly harming and threatening people. First of all, you hitting somebody in the head. And I'm like, you don't know what damage you could be doing to them. And then you finna threaten them with a gun. You're about to threaten them with a gun after you hit them. I don't understand weird bitches. That is all I'm saying. I don't understand. And my last one. Now, I wonder if I got this right. But walk with me. My last five fingers, I want to say to you know. You, 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 what do I want to call y'all? You scared to be alone ass bitches. Um, I was reading and I forgot the, the, the man's handle or whatever, but basically it was a, a thread. I think he posted on Twitter about being 30 plus and not having kids and not bringing nobody to Thanksgiving dinner talking about that's embarrassing and you ain't got nothing to live for. And I'm like, what the fuck are you saying right now? That's And that's why I couldn't figure, because at first I was like, do you pick me ass bitches? But I'm like, I don't even think that's a pick me thing. That's just a, that's just a, a dumb thing. I, I don't know how to describe that. Listen, everybody don't want kids. First of all, let's start there. And that is okay. Everybody don't want kids. That is okay. There are some of us who honestly are aware that parenting is not for us. And that is okay. 
I don't know why y'all keep trying to make people feel bad for having kids. Like, just because you had a kid and thought it was going to make your relationship better. No, that's how I know some of you straight folks, y'all ain't having babies for the right reasons. Y'all is not y'all having babies to live through them. Y'all having babies to prove points. Y'all y'all y'all. And that's the thing. You playing with people's lives like for real, for real. You are playing with people's lives. You are bringing a whole human into some bullshit just because you want to have a baby. And then don't care not what y'all care so much about having babies, but then don't care about how they are as humans, their emotional, uh, they're just emotional wellness growing up. You don't, you don't care to talk to them, but y'all just so accomplished about having like it's that's, that's, that's too much for me. And in this tweet, I was just like, some people don't, some people are aware that they are not just put on this earth to have children. And if that's you, honestly, I mean, if you are the opposite of that, honestly, sorry for you because I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. Also, it's one of those things where I know personally, well, not personally, but I feel like statistically, our generation, meaning like millennials and stuff, like, yeah, we having kids, don't get me wrong. But like a lot of us not because we in that process of trying to like heal because, you know, we trying to heal from motherfuckers from, you know, who who had who thought having kids was going to be the answer to all their problems. But it is not, you know, we healing from like, you know, generational trauma and just all types of stuff. And we also are aware that we cannot have kids in that the generation before us did not care. They thought sometimes they thought a baby would bring a house uh, together, but it turns out it would have added even more. You know what I'm saying? Some of these, some of us are literally walking around because our parents thought, you know, we would be the baby to play get back with. You know, let's call a spade a spade. You know what I'm saying? It ain't that deep that ain't nobody got no kids. Okay. That's number one. Also, it's just the whole like, you know, what do you live for? Things like that. Bitch, I live for me. And and that's another thing, too. Uh, I just And I know they always be like, well, you don't have kids, so you can't comment. Y'all don't have kids, but I still feel like I can comment on shit. I know for a fact if I do decide to have kids, there's just certain things I'm not doing. And living through them is one of them. I am having a human being because I want this human being to have all the experiences they want to have. Yes, I will expose them to different things, maybe even certain things that may have helped me along the way. But I am not going to in no way live through them. I am not. And I know that's a little harmless saying that like they like say, oh, I'm living through you. But like, no, this is an this is this person is their own individual they need to live life. And that's the thing. When I, If I decide to have a kid, I'm not having a kid for any purpose but the purpose of raising a great human being who does great things. That is it. That is all. And I can tell like with statements like that, a lot of y'all, y'all putting too much. Pr- you you are this kid ain't just the kid no more. Now, this is like your prized possession. And like I know some people, yes, your kids are your pride and joy. I get that. But it gets to a point where it's like, okay, yes, this is, don't forget why this is a kid. This is a human and 
They have those human needs that still need to be taken care of and not just like, you know, those needs that you think are important to make yourself look good. So, yeah, five fingers to all you motherfuckers who I don't know what who to call you, what to call y'all. You because it, it, it probably ain't just the straights. And I don't even think I finished all the way. Five fingers. And, and then within that, too, you know, and I think that's why I named it to you. Pick me as bitches because I was talking about this with somebody else. It is just amazing to me. Listen, I tell people all the motherfucking time. Finding a partner is something. Would I like? Of course. I would love to find a partner, a partner who I'm just like so evenly yoked with, who I can talk to about anything, who I just want to share space and experience with. Yes, I would love that. Is that at the forefront of my mind like some of you bitches? No, it's not. I think it's always the least thing I'm looking for. And to know that some of you, some of you do stuff with finding a partner in mind. Like you, you, you go here just to find someone instead of going there to experience something. I think that is too much for me. That is too much for me is you are giving someone all this power that you don't even know. You so busy trying to, to find somebody. You aren't finding your fucking self. And I don't know how many times I have to say this, like. Stop Stop looking for yourself in somebody else. Because then what happens? You you find somebody, you try to find yourself, and then they take advantage of that, and now you back at the drawing board. It's like, girl, do this work first and then worry about... Some people be worried more about finding a partner than about self-help, and that just bothers me. It bothers me. It bothers me. So five fingers, you know, two. You, you can't can't stand on your own two, I ain't gonna say stand on your own two feet but you you always gotta be up under somebody ass bitches you know what I'm saying that's all that's all no shade no shade but that's just how I feel now let's go on to you know our happy home going section where we will we just be wanting to wish people you know who've transitioned on to another world you know safe travels thank you for everything you've done here and just we will continue to enjoy the blessings you have put upon this earth. The only person I have right now is George Brown. He passed on November 17th. It was a minute ago. And I just found that out. And I wanted to mention him because he is one of he is the, the drummer from Cool in the Gang. And if you don't know Cool in the Gang, I will I can honestly say somebody probably my age or younger would not. And I'm not even gonna lie and say like I know them like that. I know one song and you know the song too. It's been, it's probably, I want to say, did they say that was like the most sample song ever? Um, Summer Madness is just like, I don't know how to describe that song. Um, it's all instruments, no lyrics. It's just, you've heard this song. I, I'm trying to think of any video games or any scenes or in, in general, but Google Cool and the Gang, Summer Madness. And when that song plays, play it through too. Hey. That is a good song to have on your high playlist if you smoke weed and listen to music. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. So happy home going, you know. 
hope um his family is doing well, you know, even if somebody passes on in like a like a, a easy way, it still can be just hard. Death is hard. It's a hard concept to grasp no matter no matter how much you experience it, how comfortable you are with it, it is still just a hard concept. Now, let's move on to our cheers section where we like to give a little cheers to those who are making moves and making making us proud. Oh, hold on. First of all, sugar, because, y'all, I was wondering, I got to pour some more wine, baby. I got me two bottles today because I was like, okay, girl, let's do it. Let's do it. So I'm going to pour me a little wine. Oh, my God. You know, y'all know I only like really sweet red. You know what I'm saying? You know, Sean, they make me throw up. Every time I get some Chardonnay, I throw up. I cannot stand Chardonnay. I'm sorry. I went on a tangent. But first of all, I want to give a cheers to Miss Jennifer Hudson. Um, I recently just read that she donated $10,000 to HIV research and activism in Texas. And I'm just like, yes, like, come on, you know. I'm here for any any type of donation to the queer community and especially when it comes to HIV and things like that because it is a disease that has been plaguing our community just forever, bitch. And like, uh, I would just love a cure. I would just love a cure. But thank God for all the medicine that has come along, everything that has been helping. Thank God for prep. You know what I'm saying? Like, just thank, just being thankful for all of it. Now, this is a little bit of a sad cheers, bitch. And this is specifically for my Chicago folk. Grand Lux is closing, y'all. Yes. So if you have not been, did it close already? I wonder if it closed. No, I think it closed at the end of the month, right? Y'all, I, and I can only speak for Chicago and other other places where y'all are experiencing rapid closures, especially with restaurants and stuff. Let us, let me know. Man, everything is fucking closing in Chicago. And as a born and raised Chicago native, I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Everything is closed. I drove past um Belmont the other day. Furious Spoon is closed. And I'm like, that's been there for a while. I'm like, how was that closing? I'm just like, everything is fucked. Like, there are no... I was reading that the the water tower, they saying they finna sell the first couple floors. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? If you go downtown, there's barely any stores. Like, man, this this is really hard just knowing... Man, this pandemic fucked us up, bitch. It fucked us up. This pandemic hit us harder than people like realized it and I think it seems like at first I feel like the people was getting hit the most then I think now we starting to see business because businesses were struggling like during and like a little bit after but now I just feel like shit is closed and left and right but yeah Grand Lux closing y'all so go go if you can damn and that restaurant has been there and literally as long as I remember. As long as I remember. Like, oh, man. Next up, you know, cheers to Howard. 
Howard is the first HBCU with the figure skating team. And that is thanks to Maya James and Cheyenne Walker. These ladies got a figure skating team's turn. And I was like, oh, 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 wait a minute. Do most schools have a figure skating team? I was really thinking, I was like, hmm, is that an untapped? I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I'm not a sports bitch. But certain sports, I do always wonder why, you know, why is there maybe like no teams for it or like any recognition? Because like, I'm thinking, I'm like, who, like, what colleges do? Is there a skating, ice skating competition? Like, I'm now I'm just so curious, but... Shout out to y'all, you know, so now y'all can train some, you know, start a, um, a team, you know, get recognition and shit, and, you know, train some bomb-ass figures. Because I know skating is in the Olympics for the winter, right? Yeah. I feel like that's what that is. So shout out to those young ladies. And then lastly, my last cheers is to Miss Sarah Bond. She is the first black woman to be the president of xbox and i think the first black woman to be president of gaming period that is very exciting because i'm excited to see what she gonna do now i am not an xbox bitch okay i'm a playstation girl okay but you know i'm just still happy to see a black woman in charge hopefully she brings some new games in brings some new creators um i think she's over like software and console and stuff like that and lower that price baby okay um but shout out to her so you know cheers to all those folks and those things and if you in chicago go get you something from the grand lux girl that make me want to get something but i know i'm pretty sure my vegan ass can't be going down to no damn grand lux ain't shit down there okay yeah is that all i had for cheers yes clink clink let me take a little sip okay mm. ah Oh, I should put some. Is it ghetto to put ice and wine? That's ghetto. I, I, I just be feel like I need to chill sometimes. You know, I should go and get some ice. Y'all, that'd be ghetto if I got some ice right now. No, I ain't gonna get no ice. I'm, 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 I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be classy. <laughs> reviews, 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 reviews. Where I've talked about what I've been listening to, watching, and hell, maybe even reading. Um, speaking of reading, I did finish my uh, Awkward Black Girl book. I really enjoyed that book. Um, I would say I think it, it was a very it was a very good book for like beginner, not beginners. What am I trying to say? That is that is not what I wanted to say. Ooh, too much wine. I think that book is very good. Honestly, I think the book is very good for. People who are trying to figure themselves out. Because that's what I felt. I felt like a theme in that book was identity. Uh, identity. Um, I felt like Issa was trying to find herself in just amongst all this just chaos in her life. And so many things played a part in her identity. And I don't know. I, it was a good book. I definitely think if you are a, a black woman, read read that book i feel like it would be good for content creators but honestly anybody read the damn book now that i'm thinking about it, i'm like you know i think it's just the overall good book to read and it's like a feel good i think 
that's what I was trying to say earlier. It's just a feel good, like, because I listened to the audio book, which made it really, really good because I got to hear her voice and how she wanted it to sound. So, yes, I recommend that to everybody. Read Aqua Black Girl. That's a good, like, taking a bubble bath, listen type of book. It's real good. Now I'm on my Cicely Tyson book, which is really good so far. Um, I'm going to let y'all know how that, how we get through that. Let's see. Have I watched anything recently? I randomly watched that Mortal Kombat film that came out. I enjoyed it. I can... Do I want to say this? I'll be honest. I kind of liked it better than the original. And the only reason I say I liked it a little better than the original... Now, let me give the original's props because as far as video games go for back in what? What was that? The 90s? The original did good. It did. The only thing I didn't like about the original was that the original was just tossing characters in just for the sake of you seeing them. Whereas like this one, everybody had like storyline and like characters like meant some something to each other. Like whereas I feel like in the first the the first and the second one of the uh the original Mortal Kombat movies they was literally just doing shit to um see how many people from the game they could cl- uh crowd in that damn movie. Which is understandable because that's what people was coming for anyway back then. They was like, let me see all these. You know, I want to see Sub-Zero. I want to see these people. But like now people got more stories because if you haven't seen the uh, newest one, it's about Sub-Zero and Scorpion. They're like the main kind of battle of the movie. Also, the way that how they choose now is interesting. If I was to give it out of five, do I give it out of five or do I do grades? I would give it, if I had to give it a grade, I would give the new Mortal Kombat film a B minus. The only reason is because, too, and Resident Evil did this and it pisses me off and I don't understand. I hate when video games, and I don't know if other video games do it, but it's just, I know two that have so far Mortal Kombat and Resident Evil, where they create a random... Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. This, that, that siren is a little loud. Where they create a random-ass character in this game out of nowhere. And I'm just like, now who the fuck is this bitch? Okay? I don't know, like in Resident Evil, there ain't no Alice in none of them motherfucking games. Why the fuck she in this motherfucking movie? And the star at that. I don't understand. In Mortal Kombat, it was some new nigga. He ain't in none of the games. And it's just like, what the fuck is that? Unless, if someone know, because you know, I'm not a Mortal Kombat stand. I was watching it with my uncle and my brother who are Mortal Kombat stands. And they said, too, that he is a random character. And so, you know, I take their word for it, Okay. Um, I don't like when they do shit like that. Just stick to the story. You got a story. Shit. Um, uh, well, no, I'm going to save that for last. On TV, what have I been watching on uh, TV? Uh, you know, my favorite reality shows. I haven't seen the latest episode of Potomac. I'm going to watch that probably after I get done recording this. Um, I just want to say for this season of Potomac so far, NECA... Give it up. Give it up, delicious. You look like a man. Not saying she looks like a man, but you know who I'm quoting. This beef you got with Wendy is just dumb. It's dumb. 
I really hate that the two Nigerian sisters are on here fighting like this. Like, oh my God. And I know it's just like, it's just so corny too. Carlos King made a good point. Like, I just hate that it's two Nigerian girls because if two Irish women got on the screen, they're not finna fight. If two Jewish women got on the screen, they're not finna fight. If two um, 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 Latin women got on the screen, they're not gonna fight. But it's like, why is the two Nigerian women fighting? Like, damn. And like, that's why I'm like, Potomac, them producers was real irresponsible for that storyline. They are. And also, I'm kind of like annoyed that people aren't understanding Wendy's point in terms of like, we are Nigerian, so we don't, well, some of us, you know, don't understand the severity of accusing someone of witchcraft and stuff like that. Whereas, like, you know, you know, even in black households, that's a big no-no. But, like, I have heard that in the Nigerian community, that is one of the things where it's like, oh, no, bitch, they don't play. So I understand Wendy being super upset about that and everything. And I just, I hope that pivots. I do. Also, can't stand Ashley. Can't stand Ashley. I don't like Ashley. I told y'all from jump. It's something about Ash- Ashley mass caring about people with up with by being messy. And I don't like that. I cannot I cannot stand somebody who like to be just like uncontrollably messy. It makes me want to fight almost. It do. Cause like you ain't being messy for fun. You being messy like and then nine times out of ten, like how it has now, that messiness is gonna get fucked up. Like it, it's gonna get big and ugh, I ooh, she get on my nerve. Been watching my Married to Medicine. You know, they've been icing Miss Quad out. I just you know quiet. You know quiet. I think it might be time to move on. Cause at the end of the day, you don't trust none of these bitches. You don't. And I say bitches with love. You don't trust none of them. And I understand her saying, like, I just don't feel like none of y'all have my back, y'all. You know, you got somebody who likes to go on YouTube. Every chance she get in and talk about people, it's like, what you want me to do? And I understand where Quad is coming from. It's just some. I think Quad is just like, I just it's something about y'all where I just don't feel like being completely vulnerable in. And I get that. Yeah, Quad, I think it might be time to go. I think it might be time to go. And hopefully you can get other jobs, which I know you will, but I think Mary, I think him, I, unless you get a spinoff of some kind, I don't know, Quad, I don't, I don't know. I don't like how they treating her though. You know, I can't stand Toy's ass. I, I don't, oh, I can't stand Toy. Toy is not my favorite either. I just don't. I just don't enjoy Toya. I've never, oh, I just don't, don't. I just don't like somebody as simple as Toya. I don't. Um, And I know that's mean to say, but like, I'm sorry, I just don't like the simpleness behind her. Yes, what else have I watched? Uh, I feel that is it. Now, something I have watched, and you all know. On December 1st, Beyonce Knowles, female pop vocalist, released an album entitled Renaissance. A film by who? Beyonce. I saw it that Sunday. 
I think my theater was very tame, yet it was one Miss Mama's in the front. She was getting it, and I was back there. I had a whole back row to myself. I am shocked to see people didn't come. You know, they they um got their tickets, but they didn't even, you know, show up. How dare you? But give her her money, okay? I enjoyed it, and maybe it's because I'm biased, but it was so good. I can say, honestly, I was going for the behind-the-scenes footage, whereas, like, I know a lot of people was going because they did not go to the concert. So sorry, beloved, but we weren't on the same level because I was there on the floor loving her. I thought it was great. The behind the scenes footage was great. I cried three times. I cried at Blue because Blue is just becoming a young lady. And I just love it because all you bitches, all you did was hate on her. I cried at Uncle Johnny's segment. Also cried when she introduced the dancers. Because I just love that she understood that this is a space, safe space for queer folks. I thought it was great. I ain't got nothing bad to say about it, of course. I can't wait to see what platform she puts it on because wherever it's going, I'm going. I'm probably going to go see it again, maybe two times. Maybe. It also was a film that, like, if you are a creative, I don't know, hopefully it gives you the energy it gave me, like... Uh, she just works so hard. And I'm just so tired of everybody. She don't do this. Everybody behind her. Da, da, da. All right, y'all. You can say whatever you want to say, but I don't know. If you watch that film and you and you decide that it's still something about her that you want to nitpick about, I just don't know what else there is. At that point, you just don't want a black woman in charge or like with that much power. Someone recently told me, um, I was like, oh, she talks more. And everybody's like, oh, I don't like hearing her talk. She don't sound intelligent because it sounds like she's thinking when she's speaking. I'm like, well, bitch, ain't that what everybody's supposed to do but not do? Like, that's what I'm like. Um, And I'm like, that's why. Oh, some real shit. That's why I can't take people opinion about Beyonce seriously because you aren't nitpicking the craft. You're nitpicking her. And that's why I can't. And that's the part that people not understanding what the beehive be saying. What is it about the craft you don't like? I don't care that you don't like that about her. And I feel like that's subjective because you could think like, for instance, you think she sounds slow when she talks. I think she is a perfect person who wants to, who understands the phrase from my favorite podcaster, Crystal, Words have meanings, so I'm going to use the exact words that I want to use to describe the feeling that I am feeling. Like, I don't think that's a bad thing. That's why when I heard it, I was like, so you mean to tell me you bitches just talk? <clears throat> and I'm like, I don't think that's a dumb thing. Like, somebody who literally wants to think of all the words that they're saying so they are accurate. That's what it comes off to me as. I also think, you know, like she's a person that doesn't like to talk and like that's okay because she puts it all into her work. And it's just like it's always something about her. People are going to nitpick like I and I think I'm just at the point where you are a natural born hater. I think I've come to that conclusion. That's why now anybody think anybody and I know people are like, oh, you're just standing. No, when you all critique this woman, it is never about the craft. It is never about the music. It's never about the performances because you know all that shit is tight. You are critiquing her as a person. 
And I honestly feel like that has nothing to do with what she is presenting to us. So, fuck y'all and stop discrediting this black woman from doing the shit that she do. Because y'all really don't discredit 50 Cent for making all these damn fucking TV shows and all this shit. But every time she do something, oh, it's for money, it's for money. Yeah. Just like your favorite artist does when... And, uh, let me stop talking because I'm over it. You're just a hater at this point. You're just a hater. And I tell people all the time, it's okay for you to not like the music. But if you just got something about her, I ain't got nothing, I ain't got nothing to say. I ain't got nothing to say. I'm over it. Um, Go see the film. Get you some merchandise. Have fun. Enjoy. It is a great time. Now... On to a, the next segment I like to call WWW Worldwide. What the hell? Girl, what's going on? Well, we talk about what the hell is going on in the world around us. Because, child, it's so much going on, okay? It's so much going on. I, I feel like it's, so, it's been so much pop culture since I've last talked to y'all. So, we're going to breeze through this real quick, okay? Diddy. Oh, my God. I think he did it. I mean, I'm also... Okay, a couple of things. Number one... I'm desensitized to y'all telling us niggas are trifling ass niggas. So like when all this stuff kept popping up and people kept saying things, I'm like, yeah, I'm not shocked. Did you see how he used to talk to his, his, his musicians, how he used to treat them? Y'all shocked that he was abusive, sexual, like, uh, and maybe that's just me. I'm also just at the point where I'm like, oh, niggas are trash. That's just where I'm at right now. Like, so when, uh, so when evidence about a trash ass nigga comes up about them being a trash ass nigga, I'm like, yeah, what's next, girl? Like, I don't, I don't know what else, what else you want me to tell you. Again, how he handled his business has told me alone the type of, the type of person he was. Cause it just, it, just, something never sit well. And I know people think it's funny, but after watching Danity Kane's season of making a band, something never sat well with me with Diddy. Just it was just about how he used to treat them because he didn't treat the band the same way he treated them. It was a little different. It was weird. It was very weird. So like ever since then, and also I'm probably just bitter because I just feel like he broke them up for no apparent motherfucking reason. But that's not why we're here. But you know, he settled, which you don't settle unless you do some shit. More people have been popping up with allegations. One uh, woman said got pictures and evidence and everything. And I'm like, oh, take him to jail, girl. Um, he been losing a lot of uh, brand deals. Like, yikes. I don't know. Now, I just, I just, I just, Miami, what you doing? Now, not to say that I want young Miami to speak up because at the end of the day, that's not her nigga. If you want to be truly honest, if you want to be truthfully honest, that's not her nigga. And she said that. That's just, that's just, you know, her man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He just bought her shit. But I do wonder what she had. I know she just posted a video recently, but uh, I hope, you know, she is okay in the midst of this. I hope she is, you know, still getting her money. But, you know, people been wanting her to say something and I'm just like, uh, I don't, Miami, if I was you, bitch, I wouldn't say shit. I'd be like, look, I'm using this nigga for his money. That's not my man. Point blank, period. So, oh, no. I, 
But do I think he did all this shit? Yes. And, you know, I hope Cassie is going through some healing. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, girl, what, you never win when you play dirty. Ain't that what Nene told Fefe? You never win when you play dirty, baby. Let's see what else we got on the on the agenda. The whole academic versus Santana thing. Oh, that shit blew me. That's that because he it that pissed me off for so many fucking reasons. For people that don't know, academics is a DJ or I don't know, a commentator. I don't know what the fuck he does. Uh, and I think he said some shit about Car- no. At first, he said some shit about Glorilla calling her a whore and all type of shit. And then he said some shit about Carisha, which made Santana jump in. But this motherfucker went on live crying, talking about I can't say nothing because the LGBTQI ain't gonna counsel me. And it's like, first of all, it's crazy how like when stuff like that happen, that's the first thing you straight motherfuckers want to do. You fag, you fag. That's first of all. That's telling. Second of all, girl, fag don't hurt nobody no more. Girl, we call each other fags. We do. Now, only we can do that. Okay, bitch? Okay, you fat poo beer looking bitch? And yes, I'm talking to you academics. Yes, only we can do that. But being called a fag... Ooh. Oh my God. My feelings are so hurt. Nigga, I, I wish you would call me. You'd be like, oh, you faggot ass nigga, yeah. And I had to tell your daddy the same thing when he pulled his tongue out of my ass this morning. You faggot ass nigga. I'm like, girl, that ain't finna hurt me. A fag. Oh my God, I'm so hurt. Oh my God, I can't live. I don't want to go out anymore. Boy, I'm finna... You ain't do nothing but add fuel to the flame. It's 2023. We don't... You think fag is the worst thing we've heard? And that's what Santana said. Nigga, fag don't do nothing to me. And then especially on some real shit to a hood gay, like, that don't mean shit. Now, that's going to get you these white gays. And that's another thing, too. Know your gays. (laughs) Know your gays. Now, a white gay, that's going to get them riled up. That's going to get them riled up. Black gays, fag, ooh, Ooh, like I ain't never heard that shit before. Like I didn't hear that shit all growing up. Like I, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Like fag. Oh my god, that just hurt my feelings to the core. You know who also has the risk of uh, the risk of? I ain't gonna say the risk. You know also know who has a chance of being a fag? Your fucking child. Like, oh, but then I go too far when I say that. Oh, get the fuck out of here, and. He know he could have said what he said to him and Santana would have would have would have just been going at it. And then I'm with Santana, like, let's fight. Like, what's the And here's the thing, I just know if they really would have fought, Santana would have dog walked him. I know Santana would have beat that motherfucker's ass. I know that would that little swollen marshmallow, I know Santana would have beat the dog shit out of DJ Academics. And then somebody, I forgot, was that DJ Vlad? I don't know, was trying to jump in and say well, he's just commenting, and this is hip-hop. Yes, they're going to comment, but he do not keep that same energy for the men. Why the fuck Glorilla and Carisha got to be bitches and hoes and all that stuff? Like, I, I, we can comment and still be respectful as well. 
We could say we don't like some or something and just be like, yeah, I don't fuck with their music. They ain't got to be bitches and hoes and stuff. Like, come on now. Don't play stupid. So that shit been going on. But they really haven't done anything lately. I think at this point, I know Santana released his diss track. But I honestly, shout out to Santana for having her back, though. For real. And, and this is why I tell, you know, because... And even, you know, a friend of mine noticed that, you know, there is a little bit of, you know, a stray right now between, you know, black women and black queer men. I felt like we're not vibing like we used to back in the day. And I honestly think it's because, and I'll explain this to my friend, because she said she see it as well. I think it's because for so many years, black women queer black men saw with black women as their protectors because they were their big sisters, their aunts, their cousins, their, you know, mothers who accepted them for who they were. But now I think it's getting to a point where the black queer folk and not just men are starting to realize that we don't need protection because your protection is now coming with like, I don't know. It's not coming with full protection anymore. It's like you only defend me to a certain degree. You only represent me to a certain degree. And I think now we are in that point where it's like, hmm, we don't really need you all to defend or protect us anymore. I don't think so. And I think that's creating a little bit of tension because I don't know. I don't I don't know. That's just how I how how it's looking like to me that these two groups no longer I ain't gonna say need each other, but one group is not in the shadow of the other anymore. And it's like, yeah, cause the one group is realizing they that girl. They are and they always have been. And now they're coming for their things. So yeah. That was something I have been thinking about, like, cause I feel like there is like tension amongst the queer black community and black women, especially when it comes to like black trans women and black women, they, they, they are not seeing eye to eye right now. They are not seeing eye to eye at this moment. Not at all. The Grammy nominations came out. Y'all. I looked at these motherfucking Grammy nominations and I was like, okay. Record of the year, Kill Bill, which I was got nominated. And I was like, okay, one of them Olivia Rodrigo tracks. I don't, I don't know that baby. Shout out to Victoria Monet for Oh My Mama, Record of the Year. I like that. That's good for her. That fucking Flower song got nominated by, and I hate that song. Maybe it's just because I don't like Miley Cyrus. You know, I don't fuck with her like that. Album of the year. Let's see any of these. I know, Scissor SOS, and I still haven't listened to that. Kill Bill got nominated for Song of the Year. Okay. Yeah. Um, Isis got nominated for Best New Artist. I said, oh my God. Now, if I, oh, and Victoria Monet and Coco Jones. Yes. All right. Let's see. Y'all, I don't, I don't know any of this music. Where's the hip hop and rap and shit? Cause like this pop shit. I do not keep up with the pop girlies of today. I do not. I do not. Oh, R&B. This R&B. Best R&B performance. You got Kill Bill. How Does It Make You Feel? Victoria Monet. 
I see. Oh, I know that song. That's a good little song. I see you, Coco Jones. Summer two, our Chris Brown. Back to love, Robert Gasper featuring Sir and Alex Isley. Y'all, I don't really know none of these songs because I don't listen to this music. Oh, Angel got nominated for Best R&B Song. That's dope. Shout out to uh, Halle Bailey. Progressive R&B. SZA got a lot of... Oh, Janelle Monet got nominated. Okay. Ooh. Diddy did get nominated for, you know, the Love album. Ooh. Well, we already know he not going to win. He not going to win. Yeah, I don't... I don't. Best Rap Performance, let's see. Players Court. Oh, they really like Coiler. Listen, I don't know. I just don't see it for Miss Mamas, but you know, Rich Flex. Oh, that's 21. Would you do some? Okay, all right, all right. Best melodic rap performance. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, the Barbie World got nominated for Best Rap Song. And it went on Barbie. This is on the Miss Honor Pointy. This is on the Miss Honor Can. This is on the Miss Honor Can. Like Jesse, yeah, Jesse, gone. I cannot believe Isis got nominated for Best New Artist. That's crazy to me. Will I be watching the Grammys? I'm going to hit him with a no. Wait, only two albums got nominated for Best New What the fuck? Yeah, this doesn't look like a good a good year for the Grammys. There is nothing in these Grammys that is like, mm-mm. And maybe it's just because, like, last year was probably the big Grammys for me because, you know, Renaissance was nominated. Yeah, may not be watching. May not be watching. Definitely won't be watching. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm just like, uh-uh. I'm not. Mm-mm. Um, I am trying to think. Is there anything else in pop culture that is happening? Oh, I have to catch up on my Carlos King interviews because... I really want to watch Latavia Robertson's uh, interview on there. Um, just because, too, in Renaissance, it was so beautiful seeing all five of the girls together. Because um, Beyonce was like, it was a lot of healing going on. I was like, yes. Here's the tea. Are we going to get another Destiny's Child album? No. Are we going to get another, like, few singles? Yes. We're going to get, I know, we're going to get a song with the five of them on there because mm, I had to rethink because can Latavia still sing um, because I know Latoya definitely can no Kelly can of course Beyonce can Michelle can I haven't heard Latavia sing lately what's going on does anyone know but I do think we're going to get something because everybody's like oh we going to I do feel I don't know because Everybody wonder, like, is this her last tour? I'm like, yeah. Now, she might get that Vegas residency, yeah, but that's not a tour. That's not going to be... And I know it's going to be good because it's going to be her. And then, especially if they do it in that sphere shit, that's going to be good. But it's not going to be like the tour because that tour, that has, like, different energy. Very, 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 very different energy. So... Yeah. I'm trying to think, y'all, is there any more pop culture? There's also a lot of bullshit that I don't even care about. Um, Anybody dating anybody? Girl, I don't know. Fuck all y'all. Um, <laughs> Okay, we're going to go to a little breakity break, and then we're going to come back. Okay.
Rewinders. We want to say thanks for listening to us. The podcasting world is so big with so many options, and it warms our hearts to know you chose us, making us feel all special. I couldn't have agreed more, Dee. Thank you for being faithful listeners, and we are so appreciative. We wouldn't have made it this far without you. With that being said, if you love what you're hearing and want to contribute, we would love your support. We love doing this podcast for you all, but it does take some coin, okay? Go to our website, www.therewindpodcast.com. Click the support section and you can discover all the ways you can help your favorite podcasters thrive. Anchor listeners, you can contribute using the listener's support tool. There, you can subscribe to a monthly amount you would like to donate and feel free to turn it on and off whenever you please. Anything is appreciated. Thanks for being with us this long. We truly couldn't have made it without the support of our Rewinders. Again, visit www.therewindpodcast.com slash support the rewind. As always, continue to stream the Rewind Podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. All right, I'm back. All right, so as you know, it's time for the marinade segment. Well, you know, we just like to dive a little deep. Well, I just like to dive a little deep into a little sum sum, you know. And, you know, let's go around. You know, I wanted to talk about something that I truly feel like is something we deal with, but, like, not really paying attention to it and, like, not truly understanding how it's how it's affecting us i want to talk a little bit about instant gratification and i have a basic definition i found off the internet and it says in it says instant gratification is the immediate desire to feel satisfaction when something does when someone does something and receives instant positive results. This is considered instant gratification. An example would be a person driving in their car and hearing a commercial about a new flavor of milkshake at a local fast food chain. Would be driving in their car and hearing a commercial about a new. And then I'm pretty sure they mean to say going to get it. That's why I was like, oh, now, oh, well, no. I'm sorry, that example they used threw me off way. I want to read that now. <laughs> but long story short, instant gratification is basically receiving the gratification in whatever aspect of whatever you're doing immediately. I guess one thing we can really think of is I think the first thing that comes to mind is on-demand services like GoPuff. I think of uh, Instacart and Grubhub, like especially like the food delivery services and things like that, how you can get items instantly. Um, I mean, hell, now you can literally buy a laptop from somewhere and get it like delivered like straight to you, you know? Um, so that is what instant gratification is. It is about instantly seeing results and instantly being satisfied. And I wanted to talk about it because while there are some aspects I like about instant gratification, but the reason I wanted to talk about it is because I do feel like there are some ways instant gratification is hurting us. I really do. 
I just feel as though while, yes, we it is great that we are advancing in so many ways and being able to get access to so many things. But it is there's there's some cons with this. And speaking of, I created a little pro and a con list. One of the pros I listed was these on demand apps. So Instacart, GoPuff, Amazon, TaskRabbit. Um, I'm trying to think. I think it's one called Handy. I feel like it's so many apps. And then, you know, you got apps for vitamins now. You got apps for therapy. I'm trying to see. I feel like I'm missing something. Like, but, you know, um, I I think those are good because, A, those are providing jobs, especially stuff like Instacart and GoPuff and Amazon. It's providing jobs for people. And, you know, that's always a plus. Let people earn a little money. And also, I feel... It is good for for certain situations. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like for Instacart, you know, it, it, it probably does save money, not save money, but like save time for a parent to just have like a few things in a cart and then get it delivered to the store rather than running to the store themselves. Because they might want to use that time to be with their child. They might want to do stuff around the house, you know, stuff like that. Um, and I think that's good knowing that I can trust somebody to just pick up my groceries. I'm gonna pay a little extra cause child, y'all know they be uh charging on the motherfucking apps. You gotta find the one okay, side note. GoPuff got some good deals, okay? Download the GoPuff app and they got rewards. Y'all know I love me a motherfucking rewards program, okay? Get you a rewards pro- get you a GoPuff. Now, see, I ain't never used Instacart, okay? I no, no, I'm lying. Yeah, I use Instacart. I ain't use Instacart. Only, mm, only use Instacart like if it's my last, last, last resort, okay? Like my real last. I use the fuck out of Amazon, child. I gotta give me some 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 criminal present too, you know? That's where I'm getting that from, okay? TaskRabbit I've never used, but I've heard of people using that one. And like that, that's that's good for providing people with a job. Um, like I was saying earlier, cause now people can have that as a little side hustle. And like, I know friends who use it, who clean and they use, um, I think task rabbit and it's another one I totally forgot about, but I do like in, 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 uh, for those couple reasons that it provides, you know, a little bit of time for whatever, for the individual, whoever using the service to save time on actually going out to get things. And I know some people going to be like, you you like going out to get the stuff and I'm like yeah but it's sometimes when you're in a pinch or or you sick because I ain't gonna lie I have used Instacart and all that when I was sick one time and I was like thank God for this because I was like I can't move right now and it was so convenient having somebody deliver some soup and shit to my door that was so good I didn't even have to do too much I did have to walk down the stairs child I almost fell down the stairs that's because I was sick oh my god but it came to my door and it made me feel better. You know what I'm saying? And again, it's giving people jobs. You know what I'm saying? Let, let people earn a little money. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm going to be real. That's really only the pro only pro I got. That is the only pro I got. Now, cons is, is where we get a little deep, okay? I said for cons, I believe it 
it does foster the spirit of impatience just a little bit. Because if, you, if you're so used to getting something like this, then when you're not able to get it, you're going to start to get mad. You're going to start to get mad. And that's that makes sense, you know. And I had two other ones, less knowledge about an area, and then longevity is not thought about. So those two cons came from uh, some articles I were reading because they were talking about one of the, one of the cons. And I agree of instant gratification is that people now have nothing to look forward to. And that is so and that, <clears throat> excuse me. And that is so true. If it's something anticipation builds character, anticipation builds shit, patience. And it is just it, it builds a sense of knowing that you have to wait and work for something, if that makes sense. Yeah, and and I think because of that, then if you're so busy trying to get get it instantly, it's like okay, you just immediately satisfied and that's it, and you're not used to like waiting for anything or working at it, and you don't think about longevity. You don't think about how something is gonna like carry you on. You just think about what I need to do to get it right now. But you don't think about, hmm, what do I need to do to stretch this out? Or what do I need to do to make this last a while instead of just getting in and getting out? Now, it'll probably make more sense once I talk about, because I listed areas of concern where I see instant gratification really hurting us. And it'll probably make more sense once I talk about those two. And the uh, other one, the other kind I put was less knowledgeable in the, about an area and I think it's one of those things where, again, once I talk about this next part, it'll make sense. But depending on what career field or whatever you into, I feel like instant gratification, it, it makes room for like whatever said field or depending on what it is, it doesn't allow you to like work and grow in it. And, and and then because of that, you just want to see the results instantly where it's like, no, 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 no. You have to put in the work before you can get those rewards. And it's like you want to come in getting the rewards that people who may have had to work a bit more or like have worked longer than you. And I'm sorry, boo, you, you kind of don't you, you don't. I, I feel that that is unfair, you know, and so I did list areas of concern and I think that'll also make uh, those cons will also make a little bit of more sense once I uh, list these. One area of concern I see instant gratification like hurting us in is the entertainment industry. And what I mean by that is. I know if y'all have listened to this podcast, y'all listen to me, give my opinions on pop and music and singers and rappers and all types of shit and actors, actors and actresses and all types of stuff. And, you know, a common thing for me is like people I like artists who I see have put in the work and are putting in the work, i.e. Beyonce Knowles. Female pop vocalist. And like for real, for real, I'll, I'll, I'll bullshit aside. Like I'm not even finna like do the whole thing. Like, cause I want to like people to know like how sh- for real I am. That's why 
when I watch Renaissance, the movie, it kind of solidified how the way I feel about like certain artists and stuff like that. That lady put in work. Like that lady has been grinding and these, I'm sorry, and I hate to sound old or whatever, but a lot of these performers these days are not doing the work that she did when she was with Destiny's Child or even like as she started to branch off into her solo things. A lot of people are not putting in that work, and that's what I mean about they coming in thinking they deserve it more when it's like you have to put in work. And that's what I think I, well, one of the things I like about Beyonce is that I just don't understand. And I think that's why I get so mad when people discredit us. Cause like y'all, this lady been putting in fucking work. I think people just been think like, and not to make this a Beyonce segment, but like, I, I think people forget all everything she had to sacrifice, like everything that she had endure in order to like be successful in this career field. Uh, in his career, and I was just watching uh, Latavia and Latoya's interview. She Latoya did an interview on the Terrell show, and Latavia did an interview on Carlos King, and they both were talking about how like they all had to sacrifice so much, and like how they how present they had to be. And I think that's one of the things about B that like I love is that like she still moves that way and and I think that's why all her shit to me is so good is because she sacrifices and puts so much into it she's put in that work to where she can literally do the whatever the fuck she wants to now and it always still turns out great you know that's just me being biased but I just feel in the entertainment industry we do like it is nowadays it is it is about instantly seeing the results instantly getting that I think a lot of it is due a to social media because I think people because it is it is so unfortunate because social media has really changed the way entertainment has been looked at. And I can be the first to say I I'm not like I'm not trying to sound old and hatery, but like it's just annoying sometimes it is, Um, especially as somebody who is who went to school for theater, who is, you know, trying to pursue a career in the entertainment field. It is, like, not disheartening, but, like, it's it's annoying when, like, now people feel like the formula is get shit popping on social media and and that's it. And it's, like, once you... And, like, that goes back to, like, that instant gratification of just wanting to hurt, like, get it quick and not work at it. And especially... Again, depending on what route in the world, entertainment world you're going there, like for singers and stuff like that, like uh, people not understanding. I, I feel nowadays that, again, going back to Beyonce and, and Destiny's Child about the work that people had to put in in order for them, the work they had to put in in order to sound good in the videos and dance good in those videos. You know what I'm saying? I just don't feel as though the entertainment industry is about putting in work no more. Even even from like, I feel like Hollywood, the movies they producing. I feel like that by doing all these nostalgia pools and things like that, that and that 
you not trying to you you trying to get something that you know is going to grab the audience's attention because they seen this, they grew up with this, they know it, they love it. You know what I'm saying? You're not taking that risk of creating something that is going to have that. Who knows? It may not be good, but now, but longer down the road, people are gonna appreciate that shit. We've seen so many movies and TV shows like that where at the time people didn't appreciate it, but then as it got older, people was like, "No, this was phenomenal." You know, I do. I I, I feel like that's heavy in the music industry, uh, especially people who are entering the the industry. It's like I feel like shit. People try to make more hit songs and actually practice it in a craft. Again, you're trying to make a hit so you can stay relevant, but you're not practicing the craft so you, your talent can, you know, transform and also just last for a career. I mean, for a long time during your career. And that's what I think that, again, Beyonce does well because... I, I felt like she was looking at stuff as as not just like what can I do for now, but like what is going to feel good now and forever. And I think more artists need do need to think about that. Yeah, I just feel like ain't nobody putting in this work no more. And then artists getting mad and getting in their feelings if they don't see it like immediately. And I'm just like, mm, okay, I guess. So yeah, entertainment is one industry where I'm just like. If people don't see the results and then people really do get mad when they don't see those results, like I just be like, I'm sorry, sweetie. That's not how it goes. And I feel like, too, when you got people like Belkalese, because I mean, I mean, even her, she said like she used to do her shit. But like, I think people see somebody like her and they be like, "Ooh, I can do that, too. I just need to get get in real quick. You know what I'm saying? It's just like. Mm, calm down calm down um another uh area i feel like for humans that instant gratification is fucking us up in is in health and i'm gonna be very specific motherfuckers instead of going to the gym going to get on somebody's table listen and i think mm, which one is more frustrating the entertainment one or health honestly they a tab of health it just pisses me off a little more the, Listen, okay, get your surgery, do what you're going to do. I'm not judging. All I'm saying is, again, think about longevity and not just the immediate, the instant gratification. Because, yes, you can go down there, you're going to do that, you're going to come back, you know, you're going to have to sit knees first on the plane looking crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's not me trying to shame you, but I'm just saying because I know you know, not that I've ever had one because I'm all natural, but you're going to come back. And the thing is, and, and what I've heard, which I truly didn't know, you have to keep getting maintenance on that. I thought it was literally like a one and done. Well, it also depends on what you get. But of course, you know, for the ever popular bubble, a.k.a. BBL, I was told that you got to like kind of go in for maintenance and stuff like that. Again, that's one of the things you're just thinking about. How you going to look good now knowing that that is going to have a toll on your body sooner or later. And it's just like, listen, I feel like, and again, I'm not trying to, you know, tell people what to do. But when it comes to that, I'm just like, I, I just really wish people would 
understand the value of at least trying to go to the gym first. Because not on again, longevity. Yes, that's creating a healthy body, but also I tell people all the time, when you get consistent in the gym, you create really a different type of mindset. It's like I tell people, if you can focus on going to the gym and being healthy, and and also let me rephrase that, not just going to the gym, but also eating healthy, taking care of your body, because that is also how you, you know, lose weight and and see the results that you want to see. But if you like stick to that, you you create a different mindset of like, oh, I really can do anything. Cause let me tell you something, that shit hard. That shit is hard. And I've and once you master that, you can do anything. I that's how I personally feel. I but you know everybody wanna go down to Miami or they wanna go to Col- is it Columbia or where they're going? I don't know. Don't give me the line. Sound like uh heavenly. But Yes, I just really wish people would just not their first option would be to get on the table. But again, that's that's that is what immediate gratification is giving us. It is like it's my fake body. No, not fake. It is my my BBL and I want it now. Um, And not really thinking about the consequences, because a let's call a spade a spade. You can die. You, you can blatantly straight up die from trying to get this surgery. And I just feel like I, I just feel like I would rather do some squats and look ugly in the gym than to risk my life for some shit that I got to still keep maintaining. Whereas like this going to the gym shit that that's that's going to always be a thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, health is one of the areas where I feel like instant gratification is really hurting us because everybody just wants these bodies right here and right now. And it's like, sis, it takes time. Rome wasn't built in a day. Damn. But hey, who and me to tell them they can't get their body cut on? Not I. Let's see. Another one. Another one I feel is honestly, it may be. Yes. Dating. I do feel as though there is this sense of gratification, this sense of immediate gratification when it comes to dating. Like people are not trying to wait anymore. People are like just trying to rush and get to the altar or just play home and not know people or just make babies. And I just want to tell bitches slow down no seriously slow down I also think people take dating a little too seriously too because of these apps because you know we got the grinder we got the tinder we got the you know all this blah 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 and I think because we can find somebody like that we expect everything to go just like that and then it's like as soon as you get done with one thing you can just hop right back on and keep searching and I don't know if these app, those apps are necessarily the helpful apps when it comes to immediate gratification in, in dating because with those you could just use location find somebody now ooh, well see mm, maybe I maybe cause now that I think about it do I want I can't really speak upon this because I don't know what the straights do but I feel like because I was just thinking 
some of some of the apps for queer folk is necessary because we don't all the time know who's who boo for real for real that's the only reason i like the apps honestly of course you know when i want to you know be a little nasty (laughs) but like i just be want to know who you never know and i think one of the apps is it, it creates like a almost like a safe spot to like see what's going on around you maybe yeah yeah um but again i don't know so maybe i can't talk because i feel like the straights use it for a different reason or something i don't know because at the end of the day you know y'all know Hmm. Ah. but i do still say all that to say i and i feel like with with other like uh paired with instagram and stuff like that we see all these images of cute couples and things like that and and even it gets to the point on these apps where you ain't even got to talk too much where they ask you goddamn now every motherfucking thing because baby you go on hinge hinge ask you what's your name your zodiac um your favorite day your favorite color who's your favorite cartoon character who did you want to be when you grow up who did you slap at the age of two who did your mama date they be asking you all type of motherfucking questions on uh hinge but again yeah i do think there is and i think that is terrible the, the instant gratification when it comes to dating is terrible too because sometimes i just feel like everybody is like on this like just just hunt for a partner and like when i say hunt i mean hunt like the hunger games bitch like about to kill each other trying to find a man and i'm just like y'all calm down and i get it don't nobody want to be dating forever and stuff but i'm just like y'all so busy trying to find immediate gratification where you're not thinking hmm yeah this person is good for now but let me think are they good for later because they may not be, but it just may be what you need now. And don't don't confuse it, okay? And then my last one I put, honestly, I feel like immediate gratification is literally why people are so excited about AI. And that's why I'm not. Because I feel like with AI, now don't get me wrong, as a technology person, there's certain parts about AI that I am very excited for. I mean, we there's certain technologies out now that are AI. Siri is AI. Um, I was looking around cause I was like, Oh Lord, don't let this bitch pop up. Um, cause I got all these, uh, Apple devices. Um, she is, she is a, is AI and I love it, but I do feel like certain things. Um, what's that? Like, what is it? Chat G- GPT where like you can type in whatever and then just create anything or something like that. And I just feel like, that shit right there, that's when I'm like, okay, now we getting lazy. Because <clears throat> at the end of the day, that's doing the work for us. And call me. And people may, y'all may think I'm a, I don't know, a rule follower. Like, I'm, I am, but I'm not. It's just something about, like, knowing that a student will just be able to enter write a story about blah, 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 and the story come out where I'm just like, that frustrates me. I don't know why. It frustrates me. Maybe it's because, like, again, it, it, it feels lazy. I also value education. So I feel like something like that is going to 
it's like if y'all gonna do that, what's the point of having teachers? Like, I'm not. I, I would be mad for a teacher to sit up there and waste their time teaching somebody how to properly write an essay, and you literally just finna go and type it in a chat GPT. I don't know. Something about that bothers me. Now, let's say if I don't like, I can't. That's why I'm like, I can't even think of when that would be useful. Like th- that aspect of like using it to just like do things. It, it don't sit well with me. It's not letting people put in the work to actually because you learn once you learn how to do that. It's like the skills like that, like writing the essay and learning how to form your thoughts like that is something that ain't gonna never leave you because you always gonna have to do it you may never have to write an essay on whatever subject again but like when you're given a proposal or when you're given like why you need to be promoted like you gonna have to learn how to put your thoughts in order and writing an essay at, when you're in high school will probably help you do that so that it, it yeah that bothers me um and even for like the whole AI entertainment aspect of it, like to know that they're trying to get AI to like spit out scripts, and I'm just like, that's not that don't even make sense because the whole purpose of art imitates life, okay? And so if this computer's just spitting out shit, like it ain't it ain't really got no feeling to it, like. And I hate to say like, and I hate to sound acty, <laughs> but like I'm not finna watch nothing produced by no AI. Uh, script generator shit sounds stupid but yes that to me are the areas that instant gratification I feel I can honestly say I heard us the most now what can we do to combat this I ain't even gonna lie I don't think anything I don't I don't I just think you just gotta know the type of person you are and you just gotta know when it comes to success do you want to see it quick and now or have it last long or either wait for it? You know what I'm saying? Because that's all it's going to boil down to. Because I know for me personally, like, you know, I tell people all the time, I am a hard worker. I never mind working hard. Anybody who know me know I work hard. And I know and I also am one of those people that know that in the long run, shit will pay off for you. Like, I know that. But I I can truly say I there are people who I know who who want it now and want it done and I'm like cool but you got to think about how you finna get it now and then what you gonna look forward to what's the goal you can't just get everything now just put in the work I just want everybody to put in the work and I know some people may disagree with me especially um, in the entertainment part but. I really just think it's making us lazy. I do in certain parts. I also think that I can't like just blame humans like, oh, we lazy bitches. No, I think also the pandemic has something to do with it. Because I think that's when immediate instant gratification really started to kick into gear because I think at that time we all was at home. So we needed stuff instantly because we couldn't go out. And so you got all these services being created. And then like during that time, it created a mindset for people like I need it now. Like I remember the job I was working at. I was working at the call center for the company. And I remember people be like, where is my shit? I want it now. And it's like, bitch, first of all, I understand. okay, but second, you and 9000 other people want their shit now. UPS is tied. Hold on. 
And that's literally what it was, me just telling people, okay, hold on, it's coming. Hold on, it's coming. Hold on, it's coming. Like, people would be like, I'm just wondering when it's coming. I'm like, when did you place it? Two days ago. Bitch, you placed the order two days ago. Hold on. Okay, hold on. Now you bother, and then you, because you so thirsty and frantic, you bothering other people at their job and shit. It's like, come the fuck on. I do think it's something we need to get a handle on. I do. Because I think it, it A, makes people not want to really put in that work. And I think it makes us impatient, which in turn is not a good feeling to be projecting to somebody else because you impatient. Especially when the other person is patient. Oh, baby, because I slap you, you you rushing me. That's why. Mm-mm. But do I think instant gratification is good overall? It's like, cause I use certain, like, it's like, cause I can, I know how I benefit from it, but then I'm also can be real and say like, I am also not one of those people who want it and need it now and who don't mind working for it. So I'm going to say, I wish people knew how to use it and not abuse it. I think that's what it is for me. Knowing that certain things are not going to be an immediate gratification, but like there's certain things it's like learn how to balance them like you got to you 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 ordered about like you wanted a bottle of wine you ordered a bottle of wine period instant gratification and they brought it to your door period enjoy your wine bitch but you just got to a job and two months later you want a pay raise and you ain't this shit and it's like oh girl calm down calm down calm, calm the fuck down okay um, yeah, let's get better about instant gratification, y'all. Let's work at it. Work. Okay? Work. All right, y'all. Let's move on to the last segment of the show. I told you I just wanted to talk about that a little bit because it was just something that was bothering. I just feel like, ugh. And I know this is bad to say, but, like, people who do just want immediate gratif- instant gratification kind of, ugh, they make me mad a little bit. It, I'm sorry, it makes me think you a little lazy that you don't want to work at shit. But then I also can't blame them because, like, think about the factors. But I also think, again, the pandemic really put that under our, like, in our minds. But I think it's something we got to start to shake off just a tad. Just a tad. But back to the top five. Five, four, three, two, one. Well, you know, I list my top five favorite things. I wanted to list my top five Monique roles because Miss Mo celebrated a birthday. And I don't care what y'all say. Y'all know I love Monique. I do. I really do, bitch. I love Monique. Monique is somebody I definitely would love to work with. Starting with number five. One of my favorite roles, Peaches in Hair Show. Now, you know, I feel like only the real know Hair Show. Hair Show... Hair show good though. Who up in hair show? You got Monique, Khalida Smith, Taraji in uh hair show. Um, it's somebody I'm missing. What's that lady name? I forgot. But hair show is good. You know, it's I think it was a straight to Divda. Was it? I don't know. Hair show. Mmm. Hair show low key might have went to the theaters. It low key might have went to the theaters. Um, but it's a good fun one. Smoke a little joint and watch hair show. Number four, Aunt May and Almost Christmas. I can honestly say 
Well, shit. I was going to say I haven't seen too many, but I can say that Almost Christmas is probably one of my favorite black Christmas movies. Well, because, you know, you got that. I feel like everybody's is this Christmas. No, mine is almost. I think people just really like this Christmas because it was a great ensemble cast, which I understand. But I feel like Almost Christmas was good, too, because it had Monique. It had Kimberly Elise. It had, I think, Lorette. The event? No, that's that was this Christmas. Who, who was Danny Glover? That's who. That was a, that was who was in Almost Christmas. Danny Glover. Who else was in there? Carrie Hilson. But yeah, that's a good one. You should definitely watch that if you look for a black Christmas film. She was so good in that one. She was so good in there. Number three, Mary and uh, Roscoe Jenkins. Roscoe Jenkins is one of my favorites because. It stars, well, not stars, but it featured, well, shit, yeah, stars features two of my favorite black comedic actor and actress, Monique and Martin. Like, I tell people all the time, you know, Martin and the Parkers are my favorite TV shows ever, ever. I have the Parkers box set on DVD. I got to get my Martin box set. Matter of fact, that might be a little Christmas gift I give to myself, but yes, Roscoe Jenkins, welcome home, Roscoe Jenkins. I don't care what nobody say. It's so motherfucking funny. And Monique did her thing, and it, you feel that breeze, okay? Um, if you know, you know. Number two, uh, Deidre, and two can play that game. I, <laughs> I just think my favorite part was when they was asking her what she was gonna do. Everybody was like, Shantae, what you gonna do? What Shantae, what are you gonna do? What's next, Shantae? Monique, what you gonna do, bitch? Like <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. No, two can play that game is great. It's great. That's a that's a good one. Um, and then number one, my number one, Monique Rome of all time is none other. Then Nicole Parker, aka Nikki Parker. And if you love Nikki P, throw your motherfucking hands up. <laughs> no, I don't care what nobody say. And I know people look at the Parker like the Parker is one of those ones you could you could say it does not age well. You could. You really could. Like, you could say that the Parkers does not age well. And, baby, I'm here to tell you, I probably would agree with you once you brought me the evidence and everything. Like, for real, because in certain parts of watching that, I'll be like, uh-uh, uh-uh. But, is that my favorite show ever? One of my favorite shows ever? Yes. Have I seen every episode? Yes. Do I know damn near the script for certain episodes? Hell Yeah. So, I love this. I love Nick Parker. That was the best role ever. And I think it was because, like, maybe it was because she was, was, um, it was close to home for her. But I don't know. I, especially toward the, the third season of the show, she really started to, like, develop Nikki into a character not a character but like a a layered individual because on the first two seasons I can honestly say she was just a comedian actor but then like that third season came about and I'm like 
Ooh, Monique's starting to act like I used to feel for Nikki at times. Like, I did. So, yes, number one will be Nicole Parker, okay? Oh, yes, y'all. Well, thank you for joining the beach. You know, I promise I'm going to start making more episodes, y'all. I really am. I said new year, new me, but, you know, I'm trying to save up, you know, to produce these episodes, get some guests going, you know, things like that. Um, You know, also, y'all, feel free to donate, baby. A dollar, two, three, four, five. It don't take but much. You know, you can click uh, click my link in the, um, sorry, I'm so used to saying R and we and speaking for as an us but now it's just mwah. click the link uh click the bio in the instagram link um you know you can also find episodes on www.therewindpodcast.com again we are on instagram at the rewind podcast youtube the rewind let me know too y'all do should i put episodes on youtube i was thinking about that let me know how you feel about that and then you can also find us on Facebook, The Rewind. We're going to do some more posting and stuff. You know, it was just toward the end of the year, y'all. And, you know, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I know I'm not going to see instant success, you know, but I'm working on it because, you know, I'm human. But thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.